In a trice it was called the Alice May, and I looked at it, and I thought a bit, and I looked at my frozen chum. Then, here, I said with a sudden cry, is my crematorium. Some planks I tore from the cabin floor and I lit the boiler fire. Some coal I found that was lying around, and I heaped the fuel higher. The flames just soared, and the furnace roared, such a blaze you seldom see. And I burrowed a hole in the glowing coal, and I stuffed in Sam McGee. Then I made a hike, for I didn't like to hear him sizzle so. And the heavens scowled, and the huskies howled, and the wind began to blow. It was icy cold, but the hot sweat rolled down my cheeks, and I don't know why. And the greasy smoke in an inky cloak went streaking down the sky. I do not know how long in the snow I wrestled with grisly fear, but the stars came out and they danced about ere again I ventured near. I was sick with dread, but I bravely said, I'll just take a peep inside. I guess he's cooked and it's time I looked. Then the door I opened wide. And there sat Sam, looking cool and calm in the heart of the furnace roar. And he wore a smile you could see a mile, and he said, Please close that door. It's fine in here, but I greatly fear you'll let in the cold and storm. Since I left Plum Tree down in Tennessee, it's the first time I've been warm. There are strange things done in the midnight sun by the men who moil for gold. The Arctic trails have their secret tales that would make your blood run cold. The northern lights have seen queer sights, but the queerest they ever did see was that night on the marge of Lake Labarge I cremated Sam McGee. Prologue Greg Martin avoided his wife's eyes. He didn't want to give Elise any hope that she might persuade him into accompanying her on another shopping expedition. If I have to look at another display of bronzed moose nuggets, I swear I'll lose it he said. Selling crap is one thing, but actually selling bronzed moose shit? You don't like those moose droppings? I thought they'd make a great memento. We could put them next to some of your rock finds on our mantle and shine a spotlight down on them. Wouldn't that look nice? Elise pantomimed, situating the droppings in a place of honor. She added a little wiggle of her backside to her imaginary positioning. If you weren't so cute, he said. I think I'd spank you. If you weren't so stubborn about not going out with me, she said, I might let you. They came together in the middle of their stateroom and kissed. Their honeymoon had been spent on the northbound glacier route, traveling up the Alaska coast and making stops in Ketchikan, Juneau, Skagway, and Sitka. Now they were in Seward, their last port of call on the final cruise of the season. Although it was only September, winter was already showing itself in Alaska. The nights on ship had been cold and bracing, but their stateroom had stayed very, very warm. Now don't you go romancing any floozies while I'm gone, Elise said. I was thinking about calling on Mrs. Carpenter. Mrs. Carpenter was ninety-seven years old. That hadn't stopped her from flirting with Greg whenever she got the chance. Two-timer laughed Elise. The cruise had been all they had hoped it would be. They had seen pods of humpback whales, 
monumental icebergs, panoramic glaciers, soaring bald eagles, and breathtaking fjords. Elise seemed glad Greg had talked her into honeymooning in Alaska. Neither one of them had ever been to the state. Everything had been new to them. There was still more sightseeing in store, but they would do it from land, taking a motor coach to Denali and a train to Anchorage. They would finish up their honeymoon in Anchorage, where almost half of Alaska's 700,000 residents lived. Some Alaskans didn't think much of their big city, though. On the cruise, Elise had heard one native say, Anchorage is a wonderful place. It's only 20 minutes from Alaska. Greg watched his wife primping her long, dark hair in front of the small mirror. Elise could have gone out in a shower cap and still turned heads. It was his puppy dog eyes, she had confessed, that had made her fall for him. Thank God for my big brown, woeful eyes, Greg.